Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! <laughs> Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Las Vegas and Happy New Year 2019. And what better way to kick off the new year than an insightful conversation with the man that covers Las Vegas for the Review Journal. He's known as John Katz, and today he'll give us a look into Vegas 2019 and beyond. You'll also hear from most of our regulars, Eddie O the Wine Guy opens up with a present for anyone who's considering a career in wine, his view of what it takes to make it as a sommelier and beyond. Eddie will be discussing this over the next few weeks and will make you appreciate just how difficult it is to become a master psalm. On luxury living Vegas style, Gady Madrano of Flipping Vegas starts off 2019 by reminding us that it takes intense marketing to get the most for your house or condo. And Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com updates us on the introduction of Kind Heaven. We discussed it a bit last year, but Scott has more for what we can look at. Every city's got them. I remember growing up in the Bay Area with Herb Kane. Uh, in L.A., there was famous people. You know, people you had to know in the newspaper that would tell you what was really going around town. And we got the guy here on the Review Journal. His name is John Katsalamidis. Righteous. Is that right? You got it. That's the last time I'm going to say it. Otherwise known to his friends and his readers as John Katz. And John, first of all, to do that, and I know you kind of took over the chair from Norm Clark, who everybody remembered mm-hmm. there. You know, is it one of those things, you think it's something you have to kind of grow up here a little bit or at least be around it enough to really get the philosophy of the place? Well, um, you mentioned Herb Kane, who, uh, you know, I had uh, I spent a lot of time growing up in Northern California, and I, we used to subscribe to the San Francisco Chronicle. I, I lived in Chico. And uh, we we took, and I loved Herb Kane. I loved Herb Kane because he um, embodied his city. He was San Francisco. You got the feeling that this was a guy who was a product of his environment and loved being immersed in, in San Francisco. And I always thought, uh, I have long thought that it would be great to be that in Las Vegas for the new age. You know, and that's what I'm trying to uh, achieve here. Um, it helps in my instance to have spent a lot of time here. I moved here in 1996. And uh, so I know a lot of the uh, people that I work with. I have known a lot of the newsmakers for quite some time, and it's easier for me to plug into and, and get to know the people who are moving here more recently because of my background in Las Vegas. Norm, in his case, he came in from Denver and and uh, and started uh, doing the 3A column right away as a notebook and uh, and did great with it. So it just depends on the individual. You know, I think... Uh, uh, it it just depends on the personality, and I know that um, after a time you will, it will grow regardless of how much of a background, how deep a background you have in your city. Well, you must have to build up trust, right? Because you do get that inside information, and for people to feel comfortable with it, because especially in a place like this where there's so much competition and stuff, you, yeah. you must have to make them feel comfortable. I I'm looking imagine. forward to uh, getting to that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're right. I, I am kidding. Um, it is. It's you know. I think uh, the the key to this um, to this column is that you 
contacts are key. It's a people position. You have to know the right people, and those people have to be okay with you uh, carrying around a lot of knowledge that will be, uh, you know, uh, published in a responsible way and in a, in a, a way that is timely and uh, and accurate. And uh, that's that's pretty much my top priority in this job is to make sure that I'm right. Um, not necessarily to be the first out there in this era of um, mass media mixing with social media, but to know that what I put out there, when I put it out there, is on target. And to do that, you have to do a lot of corroboration. You have to talk to a lot of contacts. You have to know a lot of people. When we return, more with John Katz of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. If you've ever considered a career as a sommelier or even as a master som, you probably would be amazed at what is required. Let's check this out as we begin a series on how to do it with Eddie O, America's first master sommelier. If somebody wants to get into this, they know this is the uh, the king of the hill, so to speak. But to get mm-hmm. there, there's a lot to do. What would you recommend to somebody? I mean, because it's not something you take lightly. No, it's not. I mean, first of all, you have to love food and wine. I mean, really be passionate about it because it's not a casual approach to climb this ladder. In so doing... The best way, I can say, is for people immediately to dial up the following website, courtofmastersommeliers.org, because that's the examining body um, that everybody uses to, to enter and go up from stage one to stage four. So there they read and discover what it's all about. Perhaps before they even do that, I would recommend that everyone go on Netflix and buy, not rent, buy the movie Som, S-O-M-M. It's a documentary. There's actually three of them, so you want to get the first one. It's called S-O-M-M. Because what it is, it's a very well-done documentary that kind of tracks the progress of four uh, advanced sommeliers, I'll explain that in a second, who are about to, uh, who are in the process of preparing to take the master sommelier exam. And um, it just kind of shows what it takes, what kind of stress is involved. Uh, It could scare you away from even thinking (laughs) about pursuing pursuing this because it's often, our test, the master sommelier diploma is often called the, the hardest test you never heard of. Right. Well, and this is like uh, like taking the bar in the most difficult state you could possibly take it or, you know, the hardest CPA thing. And and in fact, it's even harder based on the amount of people that actually become a master sommelier. (laughs) So with that in mind, Eddie, I want to ask you, if somebody doesn't make it to the master level, it doesn't mean they can't have a career as a sommelier, right? Oh, by no means. By no means. Um, Let's not even talk about master som because that's a... That's a very difficult mountain to climb, and you don't need to be there to be uh, an effective sommelier. Basically, let's just discuss there are four um, certifications that are involved in climbing this ladder, uh, and you'll see them when you go to the quartermastersommeliers.org website. But basically, they have a certification called Introductory Som, and this uh, course takes about one weekend. Um, and they, they tell you what kind of books to kind of brush up on and read about. But you can accomplish, I mean, they teach you what you need to know during that weekend, and then at the end of the weekend you're given a course 
uh, and you know, you, hopefully you pass. Um, a large percentage of people who take this course pass it. You know, it's kind of a way for somebody to kind of verify, do I really want to do this or not? And if you pass that one, probably chances are good that you should move on to the next one. Now, the next one is called a certified sommelier. Each one of these uh, achievements is accompanied by them giving you a pin, a lapel pin. And they're, you know, they're, they're burgundy red and they're green when it gets to advanced and they're gold. It's almost like the Olympics and it's gold when it's a master level. But anyone, any of these pins are kind of nice uh, to distinguish you, uh, particularly if you're in the, in the restaurant business. And let's, let's talk about this. Anyone with a keen interest in wine can um, enroll in the introductory course. But if you decide to move on to the certified sommelier pin, it's uh, considerably more difficult. Um, there's more blind tasting involved. And um, it's probably something you could achieve if you work very hard at it for six or eight months. Um, but one of the things you would need to do would be to get a little on the floor, as they call it. Sommeliers work on a restaurant floor not in the kitchen, they're out in front of the public. And one of the skills that you needed to have as a sommelier is to be good with your ability to communicate to all kinds of different people. Um, it's very, you know, shy people don't usually do this. It's more outspoken people who are friendly, who really enjoy making people feel special. Another word for that is what we call hospitality. Eddie O will be back again next week with part two of this Vegas Never Sleeps exclusive, how you can become a sommelier and more. When we return, more with John Katz of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Hey, hey, what do you say? This is Paul Shortino from Raiding the Rock Vault, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Stephen Maggi. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you make it. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines and spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. 
Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. In German mythology, an Undine is a beautiful water nymph. In the related Irish myth, a Selkie is a seal who longs for humanity and can shed her skin to become human on land. These are the origins of the more familiar myth of the mermaid. When embarking on the journey that is Undine, we can expect a mythological tale imbued with romance and mystery. Colin Farrell plays Syracuse, an Irish fisherman struggling to reclaim a life lost to drink. Fishing is an occupation not given to accumulating fortune, and the reformed Syracuse is eager to reclaim his daughter Annie and provide for her needs. One day, his nets yield a surprising catch. A beautiful woman pulled from the deep. Upon resuscitation, Ondine is secretive as to her origin, but from the moment of her arrival, luck seems to change for Syracuse. Annie attributes the good fortune to the arrival of a Selkie. But the film's magical sense of hopefulness is soon shattered by the intrusion of Ondine's mysterious past. Ondine is a charming film of ambiance and mystery, as we might expect from Irish director Neil Jordan. In the past, he has brought us such treasures as Mona Lisa and The Crying Game, two of our longtime favorite films. Ondine, not in theaters, discovery through rental. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to John Katz, featured entertainment columnist at the Las Vegas Review Journal. Well, let's talk about some of the things around town because we got you here and it's just such a great opportunity to talk about to somebody who really knows all the, the background and so forth. So I'm going to start with sports because we were starting to talk about the Golden Knights and the mm-hmm. excitement of that. And you were saying which I felt going out there and every time I've been out there, the place is something special, right? I mean, this is something that's, that's different from other places. You can go to other NHL arenas and so forth or other sporting events. Vegas has really put their own 
touch on this. Yeah, I think uh, and, and as far as the Golden Knights, I can only compare the Golden Knights energy and atmosphere to other events pretty much in Las Vegas at that scale. I haven't been to any other NHL games or any other NHL arenas. I'd never seen an NHL game until the Golden Knights opened. Um, but I do know that there is an energy and, a, and an emotional reaction to this team that I haven't seen in any other forms of sports or entertainment or anything else or our festivals in Las Vegas. There's a real bond between the team and the city, uh, I think for a lot of reasons. But I think that the, the fact that they were an expansion team that was meant to be in Las Vegas, the facility that they're in was p- primarily built for them, gives them a unique uh place in, in the city's uh, culture. And I, I really do believe that. And I think the response that they've received is because of that. Are you surprised? You know, I, I know when they got the expansion rights, one of the questions was, well, nobody's going to want to live here. And it seems like it's been just the opposite. People love this. And then people, certainly the team guys, they got Max Pacioretty now coming mm-hmm. from Montreal. Couldn't wait to get down here. So Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think um, I think Las Vegas has has a reputation that almost undercuts its value as a as a, a great place to live. You know, we have had an, a, a campaign nationally and even internationally that this is, you know, the old what happens here stays here. The only in Vegas, the whole, you know, going back to the Sin City moniker. Um, not, doesn't speak to this is a great place to live and maybe raise a family. It runs counter to that. So it, it takes people to actually move here, including professional athletes or entertainers, to actually investigate the city beyond the Strip, get out there in, in our um, suburbs and our residence, uh, residential areas and really understand that this is a, is a great place to, to live and the community is a community and is very welcoming because I think because mostly because a lot of the people are, are transit transient anyway they come from somewhere else and so the people who are here already are are understand what it's like to move here and uh yeah i think that pro athletes and then we're gonna have a lot another wave coming in with the with the raiders um are gonna uh, find that um, and be pleasantly surprised at the quality of life here well that's what i wanted to ask you on my last sports question the Raiders are going to be different than the Knights. I mean, they just different organization. This organization is, you know, the Davis family. I mean, they've mm-hmm. had a thing mm-hmm. with Vegas from with the Goodmans and stuff. But as a mm-hmm. whole, they're not going to be as welcoming, so to speak. You think it's going to be the same kind of fit like the Knights, or what do you what do you see there? I don't know exactly if it'll. I, I don't know. I, I and that'll remain to be seen. But I do know that the Raiders are doing everything right to get their um, to to come into the city and get their grassroots uh, outreach program. In order, they're going to be. They've been doing a number of charity things. They're going to be at the town square on, I think it's Friday, uh, doing a public event there at the Raiders uh, insignia. They've got a lot of Hall of Famers and, and alumni, former Raiders who are in the city doing that. They're laying the groundwork. And Mark Davis himself is a fan of Las Vegas for a long time. His father knew, knew the city very well, and uh, I think that um, you, certain things you can't overcome and that is that this is a team that was that's coming from somewhere else and has had multiple homes over the past you know 30 years or so um but vegas las vegas did step up and gave them an opportunity to have their own stadium and it's going to be a more gradual uh relationship i think but at that raider logo when i went to the ribbon cutting of the of the stadium with the strip in the background it's hard to argue that that is a couple of powerful brands it's a very powerful thing to see that raider logo out there on the strip and you can't you know you can't escape that there's going to be a lot of infrastructural uh, challenges parking challenges a lot of ticket challenges selling this this uh, stadium out but it's it's worth the effort in my view 
And it's an interesting thing for the city because they finally got the NFL, the big sports mogul, to say, like, it's okay. The gambling is not going to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that it's, it's, uh, it was an eventual um, reality that when you, can, when you can gamble anywhere in the United States uh, pretty much and within, you know, within a close distance. We know I've got family in Idaho who can go gamble within, you know, not too far from their homes. Uh, you know that you're you're inevitably fighting a losing battle if you're going to try and counter uh, open gaming and especially now open sports betting. And um, who better to regulate that than Las Vegas? We know all about how to make that uh, work in a in a way that has integrity and can uh, make money. Also, well, John, what about precisely what you're talking about that you can do this anywhere else in the country how does vegas fight that to continue to be its own special thing i mean obviously coming here is different i think part of the way might be through entertainment yeah is is that is that what you think and they seem like that in conventions it has to be the convention business is is uh paramount to the success the financial viability of the city and what draws uh, convention business but what uh, but things that separate Las Vegas from other cities what separates Las Vegas from other cities are a number of um, amenities including top headliner entertainment top production show entertainment you, can, you have to have you have to give people something in Las Vegas that they can't find anywhere else well what is that you know a high volume of residencies I just wrote about the return of uh, John Fogarty in, in residency at Encore Theater in April and Hall and Oates for three shows in March at um, the Coliseum. You, these are these are things you can only see in Las Vegas. You'll hear more from John Katz in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gady Madrano, star of Flipping Vegas, which is seen on the DIY Network. Check your local listings. Today's topic, marketing your home. We know you're a great realtor, and it's really important because it, it makes such a huge difference. So let's put our minds now as for we're selling property and so forth. Talk about how important marketing is. And by marketing, I mean, I don't just mean, you know, advertising, getting out in the right places, but, you know, how you, you set the home, how it looks and so forth. That's huge. People just don't even understand how huge that is. It's not even in a seller's market. You can't just put it on the MLS, do some ads, and wait for lightning to strike. That's that's not going to get you top dollar, and sometimes it won't even get it sold. I'm actually experiencing this with an agent that the home really needs a, needs some paint. It needs it needs to be looking better and. It, and it would sell and it's sitting on the market and we're in a seller's market. So that says a lot about what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no excuse for you. <laughs> but, but, but the fundamentals have to always be there in selling something for top dollar. Just spend a little money on paint, have someone come in, handle some of those rooms that look outrageous and are far too specific because sometimes a buyer will walk in and they don't have the imagination or they're just turned off. And, and, and a property that can actually fit their needs and is perfectly priced and is all those things. But once you turn a buyer off, it's really difficult to get them back looking at it and and certainly not, you know, to pay top dollars. So you have to really present it well. You have to really show the features and you have to present, I hate to say it, but you got to show them the dream, show them what it would be like to live in this wonderful home. Because to me, there's a home for everybody. So it's just a matter of showcasing it to the right buyer. You can find out more about Gady at GadyRealEstate.com. That's spelled G-A-D-Y. More with John Katz of the Review Journal in just a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network.
three, two, one. Oh no. Which button am I... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, Guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame. He owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world. Then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell 
Everything's changed. It is dumb. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to John Katz, whose column in the Las Vegas Review-Journal can be read online as well as at ReviewJournal.com. Uh, we have Gwen Stefani at the end of this month. We still have um, Celine Dion coming in uh, through June next year. I'll, you know, you go right down the line. Those That level of um, Diana Ross, you can just go on and on and on. We have Lady Gaga opening at the end of this year. We have Bruno Mars on New Year's Eve at T-Mobile Arena. I could go on and on. And, and we have that. We have Cirque du Soleil that you can't get really anywhere else in this way. Uh, still in Las Vegas, we have a lot of, uh, we just have a lot of that. And we have the top restaurants in the world. Um, all of the uh, star chefs have brands here. Yes. And shopping, you know, people like to, to come here and go shopping. You know, retail is a major thing. So if you package all that together and, and, and put it uh, on the table with our great infrastructure and the great hotel design and, and uh, the world-class hospitality, that's what's going to make Las Vegas work uh, from here forward. People don't come to Las Vegas and gamble specifically like they used to. It's far down the list of they might gamble while they're here. They don't say they're coming to Las Vegas to gamble, but you know they might play while they're here. If you talk to them when they leave, they would probably get a different answer than when they come in here. So gambling is just a, 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 a slice of the pie, but it's a smaller pie, pie, uh, slice of the pie than it used to be. They are doubling down on entertainment because you look at the buildings. I mean, the sphere, which is going to be incredible, is going to be here. But there's other buildings. Do you, are you concerned at all that how do you fill those things night after night? Because you're talking about I, – I read, what was it, a couple hundred thousand – additional seats that's all mm-hmm. when you include the Raiders stadium and yeah it's a lot <laughs> the Raiders stadium if you throw that, that in there there's not there are not that many acts that can fill a stadium on tour right now you know it's not like in the 70s when you had or even in the 80s when you had so many stadium rock bands out there or you know pop rock bands um what I think, if you bring in the sphere, the short answer to your question is, yeah, if I were a booker, I'd be very, you know, I'd be looking at this like, okay, my job is going to be a little bit harder now. Um, but if you look at the sphere, there, that's a partnership with the with MSG, the Madison Square Garden Company, and they have um, Irving Azoff is the it leads that effort, and he has um, contracts with everybody. The, and including yeah. folks who haven't played here yet, people like Adele and Justin Timberlake, who haven't played here in residency. So they have their own collection of stars that they know that they can bring into the sphere, people like maybe Billy Joel, and you know who have had a lot of success at Madison Square Garden. 
I think that I think that there will be enough to go around. If, uh, I think that some of the um, theaters that have had many residencies or you know extended engagements, as I call them, or, or extended runs, some of the smaller ones are going to are going to be more challenged to be able to afford a high complement of uh, short term residencies when the sphere opens. You know, I think that that's going to be a challenge. I'm thinking of places like the Pearl and the Joint, and you know, if you've got people who are who are on tour and then stopping at the Sphere now, maybe they don't really need to play five dates at, at the Pearl Concert Theater. That's just a hypothetical, but that it will have a ripple effect, no question about it. So is the Golden Knights had a ripple effect on entertainment for that matter. Eighteen thousand over forty-four dates. That's a lot of tickets yeah. that were not here three years ago. So that's a challenge. This place certainly has got a culture. Hey, if something doesn't work, we'll tear it down and build something else. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess it's a place where they cut you kind of gamble on. Things. Well, I think that metaphorically speaking, you're absolutely right. I had a, a resort executive, a pretty big one, a few years ago, tell me the thing that rem- to remember about Las Vegas is you get a verdict really quick out of Las Vegas, whether it's entertainment, whether it's your resort. Um, look at the Lucky Dragon. You know, look at places. You know, that uh, shows that have tried to open and close in five weeks. You get an answer right now in Las Vegas, and if you you can hold on and and make it work and have a, enough capital behind you to weather that f- the first what could be a very uh, troublesome opening period. You'll be all right. But um, yeah, I mean, um, I can't imagine that uh, something like the Sphere isn't going to be here for the rest of uh, eternity. I don't think that's a that, that's a place that they're look, looking to be able to disassemble anytime soon. They they know they've done the market research and they know that they can fill it when they need to. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of the development of that particular venue. You are listening to Las Vegas Review Journal columnist John Katz. You brought up the Lucky Dragon, though, and I find that interesting. Do you think that was one of those, like, lessons learned now where they tried to really do this kind of specific thing? And really they were competing, from what I understand, against a lot of the so-called local hotels, which are a whole nother, uh yeah. Thing. You know, it's funny because they're right across, they're kitty corner from SLS. It's in that kind of same radius, and they've had location issues too. Their, their model was at the beginning at Lucky Dragon was kind of to become the um, Asian destination resort and be sort of the, the um, joined hotel for Allure for people who stayed at Allure part time who came in from overseas. And to make that, you know, you'd have a built in clientele there. That, that, did, that model didn't work out. They had great food. At uh, Lucky Dragon, it was a it was a cool place, it was well designed. But um, yeah, as we've as we as we've noticed, that location on the northern sort of side of the strip doesn't have a lot of natural uh, tourism traffic uh, to begin with. So you have to target your audience and make sure you build it um, a loyal clientele before you even open the doors. I think they thought they had done that, but obviously there wasn't enough uh, there wasn't enough there to make it successful. It's funny too because if you just go west. On Sahara, you have uh, Palace Station, which is just going crazy. They just you know remodeled and spent several million dollars mm-hmm. in the overhaul of that hotel. That's the original, probably the original locals' neighborhood casino by definition when it opened in '76, and it's not that far from Lucky Dragon. It's not really even that far from SLS, and it it does great. And I, you know, I go down, I I travel down uh, Sahara, and I look at where SLS is, and then you see Lucky Dragon close, and then you see. Uh, the Palace Station, just with all that expansion of restaurants and new, the complete overhaul of its sports book and all kinds of uh, new things. And uh, you, you kind of wonder how they make it work and how it has been a struggle at SLS. And I, I, I think that one thing is crossing the strip is not 
locals don't like having to do that. They don't like going across the boulevard, even if it's right on the corner. Um, but it's just a, it's a remarkable uh, business reality. What do you think about downtown Las Vegas? You know, big change. It seems like they've been very successful and kind of over the last decade or two, really kind of changing the image that area had. And a lot of that's got to do with Derek Stevens. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to build that big place. It's in process. You see that continuing growth or is it you think it's kind of kind of reached its point? Well, I'm interested in that and Derek and uh, Derek's whatever it's going to be called. They're going to announce it on January 10th, but that's going to change. Uh, the entire scale of um, resort, uh, the resort image in Las Vegas and downtown Las Vegas. It's right on the corner where that um, where Las Vegas Club used to be. And I was just up at, up at the Oscar Steakhouse the other night and looking down on that parcel. It's been wiped out, and it's going to be something amazing. I really do believe it's going to be something amazing on that corner that's going to change the trajectory of everything on Fremont Street. I'm also, so we'll see in January when that opens up and we'll get more details, but if Derek's behind it, it's going to be significant and it's going to be distinctive and it's going to be right in the core of the city. And uh, I'm also interested in what people haven't been talking about about too much is um, the arts district in downtown Las Vegas. I live at uh, downtown. I live at Newport Lofts right there on the, on the edge of the arts district and about a half mile from, from uh, Fremont Street. And the main street corridor as it leads into the, into the arts district is undergoing a lot of uh, overhaul and a, and a real renaissance right now. And people are going to find that it's that's a great place not only to spend some time in like an entertainment district, but to, but maybe to live. I think what downtown Las Vegas needs is more livable dwellings. Yeah. That's really what you need. Right now, it's just an entertainment hang. You know, mostly it's a place to go to spend time, uh, but not live. But um, we're, I'm I'm looking uh, into the investment down there, especially people like Brandon Powers, who opened uh, yeah. Evil Pie and Golden Tiki. He's got some ideas down there that are very interesting. We've already seen uh, you know outcroppings of of businesses in that area. So, um, you know, I think all sides of downtown Fremont East is, is, is going great as is. Um, I spent a lot of time there too. So we're having an actual, you can't have a great, Oscar Goodman said this when he was in office and he repeated it the other night when I saw him, he said, you can't have a great city without a great downtown. And, uh, I think Las Vegas is responding in kind at all levels. Well, it's interesting because you brought up the evil pie stuff, and that guy is a dynamic guy, mm-hmm. Derek Stevens. And, and these aren't these big corporate people that you deal with on the Strip. It is kind of fun to watch because they, they seem like they are uh, real firebrands. You know, they, can, yeah. they can innovate down there. Yeah, you have personalities behind the brand. You have yeah. personalities who are uh, entrepreneurial, and they're, you know, I, I use Renaissance men. Uh, as a term for for people like Derek and people like Brandon Powers, and there's so many others down there. You know, I, I just think the personalities, and I, I would add Jonathan Jossel over at the Plaza, who's really taken to to being on the on the, the corner of Main and Fremont, and they just opened the Core Arena there. Big investment. That's a great place to hang. Also, more with John Katz in a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the Biz Talk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. Free. 
the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines and spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. One zero nine nine. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. 2013 was a breakthrough year for the portrayal of the black experience on film. Lee Daniels, the butler, and 12 Years a Slave achieved box office gold. As significant, but largely overlooked, was Fruitvale Station, a true depiction of our times. No one who watches this story of an ordinary young black man in America can come away unmoved. It's no secret that Oscar Grant was killed by the police at the Fruitvale train station just outside San Francisco. The incident might have been deemed as just another thug, heroically removed from our streets, except this one was documented by bystanders on their cell phones. The story now is that the officer mistook his gun for his taser. Hmm. While the butler had star power and 12 years the allure of torture porn, Fruitvale Station has current relevance. It captures the reality of odds stacked at birth against so many. There are success stories when character and luck spin miracles of success, but deadly racial, geographic, and socioeconomic poisons abound. The odds insist to the ghetto-born, the iron warehouse, or death. That is your fate. Fruitvale Station. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. No word in the English language is less convincing 
than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to columnist John Katz of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. The one thing I don't hear complaints about are some of these restaurants, and they're expensive restaurants, but folks know it. They know what, it, they know what the price is going to be. They look mm -hmm. at the menu ahead of time. If it's these famous chefs, man, they're willing to pay for it. It's something they can't get at home. It's different because they're honest and upfront right. instead of like, sneaking something into them. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's why there's a price next to the, the steak. And when you buy the steak, they don't say, okay, well, you know, the steak was $49, but we have a, another $6 for a, a plating <laughs> fee um, right. or something like that. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing. Don't, you know, just, if you're going to charge me, I'm an adult. I can deal with it. Just let me know up front, okay? If I'm coming in from Boise, Idaho, I want to know if I'm going to be paying extra on this ticket or on this room or, or to park my vehicle if I'm driving. And uh, I don't know. We're going to that the market will adjust. And Las Vegas adapts really fast to the market, and we're seeing it now. So final question. Let's ask you, what do you how do you see the future going here? I mean, you've given us kind of a hint of this stuff. You've talked about some good ideas. Do you see the growth continuing? I mean, that whole part of the town, like we were talking about where the SLS is, You got a new owner coming in. Uh, I'm starting to notice the resorts world actually looks like something's happening. Mm -hmm. so, resorts world is. They're looking for executives right now, too, and that's a good, really good sign. They're looking for some of the top-level executives here in Las Vegas. They're recruiting even as we speak. It looks like the wind, by the way. It's going up. At that, the, the glass It that they does. have up. I was over there last night. I was just driving along, uh, driving on the uh, west side of it on uh, Sammy Davis. Or Dean, Sammy Davis. And... Um, And I looked up, and it looks like the wind. Yeah, you know, I I don't know how, if that's intentional or if they're, if that's just a test a test plating or you know pains. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's a good sign. That's coming up. I think the development on the north side of the Strip, long awaited, 
is very important. I think that the convention center um, expansion is really important, especially to that neighborhood place like places like the SLS under its new ownership, Westgate. We have a new um, we have a new uh, reopening of the Sterling Club, which a lot of people um, maybe who have moved here recently aren't aware of, but it is a regal um, spa and um, entertainment complex connected to Turnberry Place. It's going to be looking for convention business. That's important. Uh, a place like Mansion 54 in my column today, it used to be Heartland Mansion, is going to be looking for convention business to book and, and do business off the strip right next to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Um, the Raiders Stadium will bring in more, uh, not only more infrastructure uh, development um, on the west side of the strip where it is, but it's also going to bring in a lot of young millionaires to Las Vegas in the form of football players and, their, and that entire Raiders organization moving here. And that's going to have a profound effect on our economy, I think, having all those guys in town um, and their families. So I see that we're going to be growing. You know, I, I can only think that the, the, especially the advent of, of major league sports in the city, we are not even talked about the uh, aviators. I covered the naming of that the other day at uh, downtown Summerlin, they're going to bring a, a new energy out there. Uh, what and, is it about Oakland? <laughs> they're going to be the A's. They should up. just move Oakland to Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting how that works. So, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how – are we going to call the aviators the A's also? You know, or what's right. the – or the abs? I'm, there's going to be a shorthand term for that that team, and I'm already trying to figure out how they're, they're going to do it. And I had a lot of debate about the logo itself, the color and design. But, yeah, we're, we're – uh, this is a major league city now. For yeah. sure. No doubt about it. <laughs> you will follow it no matter what happens. If people want to follow it, and I know people love Las Vegas, and that's why they listen to this show, <laughs> if they want to read uh, uh, your column, what's the easiest way to do it? How do we do it online? At ReviewJournal.com backslash cats. I'm on the homepage there. I'm at Johnny Katz, J-O-H-N-N-Y-K-A-T-S on Twitter. Johnny Katz, number one, the number one on Instagram. And I've just started my own podcast. It's running uh, wild and free right now. It's called Podcasts, and you'll find that on my uh, column landing page also. And I, I've got about twenty-something uh, interviews banked over over eight shows now, and we're uh, we're moving that along really really well. So entertainers in town have all uh, been uh, on the other side of the microphone with me for that. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And please come back, and we'll talk some more Vegas. I'd love to. Time now for a visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Subject today is an old one, but he has some new updates on it. It's called Kind Heaven. So, give us a little bit of, uh, of an, uh, an update on uh, Kind Heaven. I've got, you know, we, we did that other piece about it, and people are just fascinated by it because when Scott Robin can't really describe exactly <laughs> what it is, it's got to be it's got to be different. Uh, anything I can new? Describe it. No, I can describe it. I have described it. I've distilled it down to what it is. It's a walkthrough attraction. Asian themed, and it's it has its roots in music festivals because music festivals have evolved into this thing where there's multiple stages. You can get food and drink, but the you want it to be the next level. So Kind Heaven aspires to be the next level of immersion. You know, 
immersion, of course, has to do with other senses, and it has to do with what's the overall experience. It's not just the band you're listening to. You know, what kind of drink? What's, there's literally a place in kind heaven where you're going to be able to order feelings. I have no idea what that means. It's peculiar, and it's quirky, and I have a feeling a lot of the things that were announced are not actually going to happen because they were talking about you know, holographic porn and holographic monkeys wrestling and, and uh, prostitutes and pickpockets. I have a feeling a lot of that will fall away as they start to build it. But I do think it'll be a very different kind of, um, you know, I would equate it to, say, like The Walking Dead at Universal Studios, where you go in and you're just all around you. It's, it is stimulation. It's visual. It's interactive in parts. There are characters and you're in a train station and you're in a, you know, uh, I, I don't think they fully know what it's going to be, to be honest, because they have left it very open-ended in terms of like, we know it's going to have music. That's the music festival part. We know it's going to be Asia themed. So there's going to be Asian food and uh, street market kind of feel. I'm a little concerned about that because one of the things they say is it's going to have the smells of a street market. And I'm like, if anybody's ever actually been to a street market, those smells are not smells you actually want to experience. But I like that they're they're pushing the boundaries. It's going to be smack dab uh, in the middle of the strip. It's going to be in the Link uh, Resort. They're also building zip lines. So they're going clearly for a younger audience that wants experiences. And so they are going, hey, we could have a new food court with bars and restaurants and do all that and have a, an extension of our casino. But let's take it to the next level. Let's get involved with uh, some people who have made movies that have been involved in special effects in movies. And let's see if we can make it something that's truly unique. And I think it will be. And you can read Scott all the time at VitalVegas.com. Thanks for listening. Next week, you'll meet impressionist Tom Stevens. He does the finest Dean Martin anywhere, as well as a number of other greats. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.